0: Welcome to Hot Chocolate Convos, where societal woes are tackled through the sip. We're raw, unfiltered, and totally candid. Now here are your hosts, Kimberly Shalisa and Yannick. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of HCC Podcast.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome.
0: And we are here for our episode eight, Tackling Spiritual Healing. And we have my
1: girl, Tralisa Kobe, who is a Reiki specialist, and she is one of the best I've been around, because I haven't been around many, and I've been around for her transition into this world, and I think it's amazing. So I'm so excited to speak with her.
0: Awesome. So
2: Dude. what you are been up to?
1: Me? I didn't do anything. I'm preparing myself for my trip, so I'm kind of just low-key. I did um, start packing. That's about it. I've just been laying low, trying to plan stuff and...
0: Yeah, guys, Shalisa's gonna be on the beach somewhere we all wish we could be with her, okay? For a week, an entire week. Don't
1: look for me, don't call me, (laughs) don't FaceTime me, don't send a pigeon. Don't do any of it. I don't, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear problems. Next week, chocolate is closed. Still going to do the alarms, though, but I'm closed.
0: Mentally, I'm closed. For now, we can all live like... So actually, you know what?
1: That's what I did. I actually I did a lot of like beat making over the weekend, so I didn't have to do it next week or this weekend for next week.
0: Oh... So we can all, like, live vicariously through her, mm-hmm. through her social media. <sighs> yeah.
1: Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because if, I, if T-Mobile doesn't have service for me down there, I'm only going to be able to post when I get back to the hotel. That's it. Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: So excited.
0: Have fun, girl. Have fun.
1: I will. Thank you. So what were you up to? What did
0: you do? This weekend was amazing, balls, and I did not want it to end at all, guys. I went like so. I went to on Friday, girl. I was just all over the place, and in the night we went to go see one of my favorite Jamaican artists, Cranium. It was so good, so good, really, so good. Yes, and I had no idea, so I was so happy and then i did like a spa day where i just relaxed and unwind which i needed because yes god knows and then i had like a little pop-up thingamajig i don't even know what to call it but my friends like they showed out and it was just so it was nice i felt really loved honestly I had had a really good weekend. I cannot lie. I had a really dope weekend and I was just so sad that it ended.
1: Happy Monday. You sound like my supervisor. My supervisor was like, we're back here
0: again. It's a drag. It is a drag. All right, guys, without further ado, let's get right into our episode.
2: Welcome back. This is episode eight. Mm Don't help me
0: welcome Traleesa.
2: Welcome! <laughs> Hi, everyone. Is this where I talk? <laughs> so, so I just tell us a little bit about
1: yourself. What's your title? What do you do? What's your specialty?
2: Okay, so as everyone, as Charissa just said, my name is Kobe. Colby. Um, I am a local Reiki practitioner within the D of Me area. I'm in two locations in Gambrill and Laurel, Maryland. And I'm also a spiritual and wellness educator. Um, I went to... University of Maryland and George Washington University and got my bachelor's of science in behavioral health and my master's of science in public health. And I also come from a family of spiritual gifted people. So I like to refer to myself as a psychic medium. Um, Some people call me an intuitive, but um, yeah, (laughs) that's pretty much it.
1: Yes, awesome. that's so amazing.
2: <laughs> Thank you guys. So Thank you all for having the journey. me. Uh, no
1: problem. <laughs> yeah, tell us how you got here. How did you come become this this great Reiki practitioner?
2: Oh my gosh, uh, didn't expect this question. This is a deep one. <laughs> so, um, you know. It was just being uncomfortable, to say to say the least. Um, you know, you kind of, when you're younger, I guess you just really think that you, get, um, you don't fit in with other people. You kind of go through that, even though I have, you know, some people say I have the looks of somebody who would be popular. You know, I went to college, was a cheerleader and all these extracurricular uh-huh. activities, but I just never felt like I fit in um, with anyone. So that kind of, you know, led to, I guess you can say an anxiety and a depression that I kind of always carried with me. And, um, I also had yeah. just a lot of spiritual experience when I was younger, but I grew up with my dad most of the time. So they're like heavy Kojic, heavy Christian, um, you know, in church every Sunday from sun up till sundown, <laughs> So when I would have. Some, oh yeah, so, God, have seven, Yes, yes, the seven church. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it was on both sides of my family. So I couldn't really escape it. So when I had certain um, questions about me seeing things, you know, in the dark when I'm in my room or having these experiences where now they call like astral travel or out of body experiences, I was kind of like you know, you better stop talking about that. You better leave that stuff alone. Like, that's the devil's work. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. even in church every Sunday, yeah. I just never agreed, you know, with what the pastor was preaching. You know what I'm saying? I love the music. I love the energy. But when the pastor came up to speak, I was just like, you know, and at a young age, too, like, this is BS. Like, there's more to the story. Um, so, you know, after college, um. I, you know, started working in my career, started working for the uh, the government. I worked for the FDA. And I think that's when my shift really started to happen. Um, spirit started coming to me and just saying, like, this isn't the life you're supposed to live. <laughs> you have a different purpose. You've made your parents proud with your degrees and, you know, this career. But now it's time for you to, you know, go into what you're supposed to do. So I really started getting uncomfortable at the FDA. Um, I hated the mission. I hated what was going on behind closed doors. Um, and just my friends and the coworkers I was around, everyone just started to seem so surface. It was really just a, a mental and spiritual shift. And I had no idea what was going on at the time. I thought I was going crazy, (laughs) honestly. I was just about to say that you, you probably felt like you were probably going crazy. I did, yes, yes. And I was having these episodes where I would just have to run to the bathroom and cry. Like I was just overwhelmed with emotion and I had no clue why. So um, I went to seek out, at that time, I was reading spiritual books and I was getting into like the chakra systems and things like that out of nowhere. <laughs> so, I thought one of my chakras was like out of balance or something. So, I went to see a Reiki a local Reiki therapist in Laurel and um it turns out when I went there, I had a whole spiritual attachment myself. And um oh, wow. that was mainly yeah, and that was mainly the cause for, like, you know, all my emotions and things like that and that depression mm-hmm. I was falling into. So that opened my eyes. I guess that experience really, really opened my eyes to, oh, there's a whole nother realm out here.
1: <laughs> right. So when you say Reiki therapist, like, a lot of people don't know what that is. So kind of explain what a Reiki therapist
2: does. It's interesting because... um Reiki is really a—it's not new. It's new to the West, um, but it's really a Japanese healing technique, um, and it's both physical and spiritual. So, really, like in my offices, most people come um, for stress reduction and relaxation, but Reiki also helps with um, emotional disturbances and spiritual wellness as well. So, um, it's a non-invasive form alternative therapy for energy healing and most practitioners Uh well all practitioners are trained with their hands so um, I compare it to acupuncture a little bit but it's without the needles you know what I'm saying (laughs) but what's different about Uh really that I've noticed is a certain group of people seem to be drawn to it and it's usually people who are intuitive or have spiritual gifts and that's where I say it gets fun.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. that's,
2: that's a lot of people don't really get it, so it's
1: kind of like oh, yeah, it's hard
2: to
1: <laughs> yeah. It. It's kind of one of those
2: things that you have to experience to experience to get, and that's why uh-huh. every month, um, in Laurel, I hold um, a Reiki share, and it's really where people can come in. They can ask any questions they want about Reiki, and they can also experience it for ten to fifteen minutes. And most people are absolutely amazed um but i will say your experience um it depends on and it can vary with your practitioner i will say that because everybody who is trained in reiki doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily have spiritual gifts you know some people really just do come to relax and um be stress-free and get rid of pain yeah but there's a big population of people that i've noticed that are going through like this spiritual awakening and um those people are ideal candidates for Reiki or Reiki treatment because the practitioner can usually pick up what's going on within their energetic field or their auric field and can help them navigate through that process. Wow! wow. Okay. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. So, question: Would you say like someone can still be like Christian and into Reiki and so forth? Because I don't know. I've got I've heard different. Like multiple <laughs> things about Reiki. I don't understand it myself, so I'm not one to...
2: Absolutely. Um, it's Reiki is very, very similar to the laying of hands in church. It's, it's the same daggone thing, but you're trained to do it on a physical level as well. Like you can go work in a clinic and do Reiki. Okay. So, um, what and that's something that bothers me about the spiritual world coming from a Christian background is um A lot of people are judgmental about a lot of things that they don't fully understand. And Mm. it usually does come from the bounds of religion. Mm -hmm. Um, But from what I've been studying and just from experience, a lot of the stuff crosses over or is the same exact thing with different names to it. Um, A lot of religions intersect. Um, A lot of religions have the same core values, but it's men who have made the different rules, you know, who have made the different regulations, who have made the different, you know, practices of each religion. But if you really get down to the nitty gritty, it's all similar. Very, very similar. (laughs) And I think that's what I want people to understand is to not get so much caught up in the labels of what people either call themselves or the labels of how people do something it's really about the impact they're making and also about you using your intuition and your discernment if you are interested you know in getting healing and getting intuitive guidance you know what i'm saying the only way you're going to know if something is right for you is if you tune into your own gps system that we all have you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes understood yeah like you were
1: saying before, Chalisa, you were talking about um, spiritual cleansing. So what is the meaning of spiritual cleansing and how do you do it?
2: OK, well, um, I've seen another question, too, and it was about removing negative energy. So basically, spiritual cleansing really is just removing negative energy from either your home space, um, your workspace or, of course, your own personal space, like your org field, your body. And there's so many different ways of removing negative energy. Um, One of the simplest ways (laughs) that I like, and it sounds just like, duh, is prayer. (laughs) A lot of people um, disregard that, especially like in the new age generation that we're in now. But if you do go to church or are religious prayer is very powerful. And that's one way to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I like like white sage um, for space clearings or for your office or they also have liquid sage now um white sage is the most powerful and not only does that rid like negative energies but it also like cleanse like the bacteria and the harmful chemicals in your space too so it's kind of like a double cleansing um but if you've been in a, i say if you've been in a heavy vibration environment like a lot of people a lot of people, or you're in um a setting where there's a lot of spiritual people you're not sure about, or even just like the club or a concert or something, or hospitals, um, that's a great place. When you come home, my best way to spiritual cleanse is to take a bath or a shower in sea salt and rub sea salt all over your body. That really gets... All the negativity out of there, and it cleanses your auric field. So oh. you don't have anything lingering around when you come back home. <laughs> See, so have you ever, mm-hmm. yeah, have you ever yeah. gone somewhere That's and you really come amazing. home and you just feel bogged? Like, ugh, I just Girl. feel so heavy. Yeah, and, and
1: it feels like everything, everybody is just on your shoulders that you left. <laughs> mm. Yeah,
2: and a lot of people don't know, but um, usually people who feel that and feel that strongly, they're empaths. And what empaths do is, like, they're natural absorbers. So they have the ability. They're so tuned in with their spirit. They have the ability to feel what other people are feeling. And they just kind of absorb everybody's energy like a sponge. So I'm like that, too. So when I'm around a lot of people, a lot of different people, I'm like, oh, my God, I need to get out of here. And that's why I don't go too many places (laughs) nowadays. Yeah. That's (laughs) very important. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but That's salt showers crazy. definitely help with that. <laughs> I did not know that for the the salt bath. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. salt. Take a salt shower. Yep, and do some sage over you when you get out. I'm telling you, you'll feel like a million bucks. Oh wow! <laughs> yes. Ma'am. So I I
1: um follow you on Instagram and Facebook, and I see that you have fire cupping. So tell us a little bit about that, and what's the benefits of fire cupping?
2: Okay, so fire cupping is also another Eastern um, healing modality. And like Japan and China um, and just Eastern healing and wellness, their idea is that the star- we all have energy in our body, right? They call it Ki-Qi or Ki-Ki. And um, so when energy is di- the flow of energy is disrupted in our body or when we have energy blockages, they believe that's when disease starts to form. I believe that, too. That's the same thing, the same practice with Reiki and the same practice with acupuncture. It all works with energy meridians. Um, So what fire cupping does, um, when you get the treatment, it kind of breaks up those blockages of energetic stagnation. So your ki can start flowing smoothly throughout your body and you won't really experience any pain, tension, or disease in the future. But it also, um, along with energy stagnation, Um, A lot of athletes like to get cupping because it increases your blood flow, too. Uh So where your blood Uh, flow may be uh stagnant in your body, Uh the cupping will help release that. So if you have pain somewhere, it's, it's really good for pain and tension. And then what I like about cupping is it's kind of diagnostic, too. Um. So when I got it, I'm not that active as I should be. When I got it, I had the little bruises, and they were really dark. But that just tells me where I need to like up my blood flow in my body, that I need to get moving. You know what I'm saying? Or where I've had some blockages. Yeah. It does not hurt, but it is intense. I would say for the first two to three minutes, at least for me, because I'm tiny. <laughs> right.
1: So that, I'm like, like so, like with the cups, they put the cups on your back, and are they burning them? Like, what's
2: happening? Okay, so you have a, they have, um, well, with the traditional fire cupping, I don't do the other one. They're glass cups, and I have, like, a pair of scissors and a pair of cotton, and then, like, I usually have a candle lit. So I put the cotton in the candle to catch it on fire, and then I put it in the cup. So the fire in the cup is what creates that suction that's going to make the cup stick to your back. You know what I'm saying? Mm, so that's wow, all the fire's okay. for. The fire doesn't touch you. Um, the cup isn't hot when it goes on your back. It just creates that suction in, that suction um, movement. So really, the cup is just kind of like latched onto your back. And that's what could be uncomfortable because it's tight. It's pulling mm-hmm. like all those toxins forward. It's pulling all that blood forward. It's pulling all of that energy forward if it's missing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just like you have like these little things sucking on your back back for like three to five minutes but they loosen up gradually and then it becomes relaxing and then depending on your practitioner because they oil your back before you put them on and so depending on your practitioner they'll slide the cups around like your your back or your energy meridians or wherever you wherever you get the cupping your arms your legs and it kind of turns into like this cupping massage and it's very very relaxing
0: <laughs> oh mm-hmm. i first saw this on this documentary that serena williams did on hbo sometime last year and like she was doing fire cupping i was like oh my gosh that looks so cool but it looks so painful but it yeah, looks it's so really cool <laughs>
2: I'm like a hundred and fifty like twenty pounds. Like <laughs> I thought it was gonna like uh be really painful too, but it's not painful at no. all. It's it's intense at first, but it's so really I would love after. to try that. Oh my gosh. Yes, I it's amazing. Know. It's like you One just day. feel like a limp noodle on the table and you just don't want to get up afterwards. You wanna go to sleep. <laughs> oh
1: wow. Pretty cool. Okay. Yes. Great, great, great. Wow, that's that's amazing. hmm
2: Yep. So I do that at both locations, um, at Advanced Integrative Health in Gamble's and um, at Harmonious Living Chiropractic and Wellness Center in Laurel.
0: Yeah. Okay, and afterwards you have to tell us like about the the Ricky, the forum that you said you had, I can't remember, you said you had it on like certain days for people to come in and so forth, yeah, afterwards, be sure to give us all that information as well too. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, this question, I really want to know because I have trouble doing it, but I heard it's important to do, especially for people who are, who just get super stressed out and so forth. So how do you say, how do I, how can I meditate and what is meditating? Why is it important to even do?
2: Oh my goodness. Meditation. I love this one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, um, Really meditation is really just training your mind to focus and redirect your thoughts. Um I say it's training your mind, your breath and your body, honestly. Um but what people when people think meditation they think oh sitting like in the lotus position with your arms out, eyes closed and ohm 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 all the time. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. Um I'm a person who's high anxiety and my thoughts are racing all the time, so When I first started out in meditation, me sitting down quietly, just trying to concentrate, that didn't work for me. (laughs) But what happened... Exactly. Yes. There are so many different types of meditation. And people don't realize this. You could be cleaning, and that's meditative. You know what I'm saying? You could draw... And that's meditative taking a walk a mindfulness walk and just looking at nature that's meditative anytime you're getting into that trance state where you're really relaxing and in the flow that's meditative exercising is meditative going for a jog so there's different practices that work with everybody um but if you do really to do the sit down meditation where you're breathing just in and out, slowly in and out, I would start with the guided meditation. And they have them as short as two minutes on. um, It's a really nice app called Insight Timer that has thousands and thousands of meditations or just YouTube. And that will help you begin to um, focus your mind and train your mind if you are one of those people who are always in your head. So I started out with like the two minute guided meditations. And once I could get through that, I worked my way up to five and then 10. And then now I don't need any guided meditations. I can just sit down, connect with my breath and and go about my business. Um, But it's not always, yeah, it's not always just, um, you know, getting rid of your thoughts. Deeper when you go into meditation is to spiritually connect with yourself as well. So sometimes when you are in that deep breathing and your mind is clear, your third eyes, one of your chakras will open up and you could start having a vision. You know what I'm saying? You could start daydreaming. You could connect with your spirit guides. You know, anything could happen. But that's the prime um, the prime purpose of meditation, in my opinion, is to get in touch with your higher self. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think sometimes the biggest struggle yeah. is just shutting the mind
2: off, honestly. Like, right. But... And, mm-hmm. A lot of people think it's just shutting your mind down. But when mm-hmm. you're breathing and a thought comes, just simply ask it to go away. You know, it doesn't have to be anything intense. Like, don't freak out when you get a thought and you're, med- and you're meditating. Mm-hmm. If you're breathing and a thought comes in, just not right now. And just let it flow. You know what I'm saying? You don't mm-hmm. have to beat yourself up about it during the process because that is more disruptive than the thought itself. You know? Okay. Yeah, that, that worked for me, honestly. And I started with YouTube, And that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. A lot of people get frustrated, you know, when the different thoughts keep coming in. And I'm like, that's doing more damage than the thoughts itself. It's like you're in control. They're your thoughts. And the more combative you are, the more thoughts that are going to come in. <laughs> so just with love and compassion, not right now. Not okay. right now. Stay focused and it'll just begin to flow. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I will
0: definitely Thank try that and you. keep that in mind. Ugh.
2: <laughs> so I have
0: a follow-up question in regards to the whole Ricky thing. So for the people who really want to try it or, you know, experiment and so forth, what should they kind of look for when researching, like, a Ricky healer and so forth? Because I'm sure there are Ricky healers out there who are pretty negative and just...
2: Just people who are
0: just no good individuals, yet they want to do this whole, you know, let's do the positivity, yada, yada, yada. So what should people look for?
2: Thank you for asking this question um, because it was on my heart to, like, bring it up again. Um, As I was saying earlier, you know, first off, the first thing is always use your intuition about a person. Um, As with anything, there's good people. And there's bad people. There's people with yep. good intentions and there's people with bad intentions. Um, one of the things that I'm serious about when looking for a Reiki practitioner, and this may offend some <laughs> Reiki practitioners, and I'm sorry, but I ask the person, where did they get their training? And usually if they stay online, that's a red flag for me. Um, Just because the process and the training is so intense and there's a lot of things and attunements that you have to get in person to allow the universal energy to flow through you. Because Reiki is not a person using their own energy to heal you. It shouldn't be that. Oh. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people are worried about. It's universal energy. It's divine energy from above. So my energy It doesn't touch anybody during Reiki. Like, if you're drained after a Reiki session, if your practitioner says they're drained or tired after a Reiki session, that's a red flag. Because it means they're using their own energy on you. And that shouldn't happen. So where they got trained is very important. I also say look at their social media. I mean... That if you can find it, oh yeah. Facebook, look at their Instagram, see what people are into. Yeah, because we're in this new age thing to where spirituality is so mainstream and popular. People are getting into all kind of stuff. And you have to be careful. It's people out here who are claiming to be of love and light, you know? Mm -hmm. They're claiming to be these high priestess of whatever, and it's all self-proclaimed. You don't know what people Mm -hmm. are dabbling into. So their social media is something good as well um, to look into. Where do they practice as well? It's something um, is important to look into. I started off um, in their background, their educational background, too. I started off in my home. Um, Some people didn't like that. Some people did. But, you know... People looked at my background, they looked at my certifications, and they felt comfortable. But now I'm qualified enough to where I'm in two clinics. So look at that as well. There's also um, a certification called IARP, International Association of Reiki Practitioners. And that's definitely a plus if your um, practitioner is certified or registered with them, because All Reiki, there's like credentials that you have to go through. You have to be trained at certain places. And that organization ensures that that you're actually doing Reiki and you're not just claiming that you're a healer out here (laughs) and laying hands and putting your own energy on people. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely say where they're trained. Yeah, their educational background. Yep. And um, their social media and also just using... your intuition is so important. Yeah. If you don't feel good about a person, no matter what they're claiming, I don't care if it's Oprah, if it doesn't sit well with you, it doesn't sit well with you and don't move forward.
0: Wow. That is so important. So important.
2: Wow. Yes, man. Mm-hmm. It's getting crazy out here in the spiritual world, man.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I
1: think that's so scary to even say, like, or even to think about, because it's a spiritual world. Like, why would people want to do, fake it? You
2: know? Because yeah. there's duality in the spiritual world as well. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's the light and there's the dark. You can't have one without the other. So it's kind of just like out here on the earth plane. Yeah. And that that was a surprise to me, too. When I got immersed in the spiritual world, I was thinking everybody, oh, love and light, love and light. No. Yeah. <laughs> I learned very quickly.
0: That that's not, hmm Wow!
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. Surprise! <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Okay, so you also mentioned that you're like a medium, I think. So I don't know if I'm understanding well. Is it sort of like I used to watch this show called Long Island Medium?
2: Is it kind of like Me that? Too. You did. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Teresa. Um, so i have I do have the ability to to speak to the other side to contact the other side. I don't do too much medium work now only because um I'm so immersed in my Reiki mm-hmm. and usually <laughs> I'm one of those intuitive healers, so a couple of times if people have had those who have passed on and they come for Reiki, they usually show up you know what I'm saying? But I always, um, I'm very respective to my clients, um, beliefs and practices. So I let them know beforehand, like, you know, I am intuitive. I do have these abilities. If a message comes through or somebody comes through, is it okay if I share it with you? And they either say yes. And they either say no, there's always that possibility. But since I was younger, I've always seen spirits. I've always felt spirits, um, and, you know, I kind of cut it off for a while just because my parents just, you know, kind of blew it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I didn't know what was happening. But as I'm getting older, all of that is coming back um, and coming back strong. So, yeah, um, when I do do the medium work, it's usually in the form of like house clearings now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing for me. A lot of people are having like beards and stuff in their house that are not so good and mm-hmm. I clear them out. Um, And then just during Reiki, a lot of loved ones, especially if they're grieving, always want to come and give a message to whoever they're working with. Um, I do hope to start, you know, doing the mediumship on a bigger level one day. Mm -hmm. um, But it's just not right now. Um, I'm more on the the psychic side, as people would say. Like, like I like to give readings. Readings are very fun for me um, and the people involved. So I call it intuitive guidance that term seemed a little bit more in people's comfort zone I guess you can say (laughs) but um yeah I mainly do readings and house clearings on the psychic medium side yeah and then when spirits just want to come through they come through I don't mind (laughs) wow Mm -hmm.
1: and none of this is a bad thing like when I say this is like such an amazing thing I've seen her on Facebook. I think it was on Facebook or Instagram. It might have been on both. I think when when you did the last one for the home. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: It's really. Oh, so you do them live? Sometimes I do if if the person's house that um I'm in if they allow it because you know a lot of people don't want you to know that they got spirits and stuff roaming around in their house in right. their house they're embarrassed right. about right. It. um yeah or they're embarrassed that they didn't believe in something like that but it, I mean it's real um when. We die or when we not die because no one ever really dies but when our souls transition sometimes there's unfinished business and they get stuck between the physical plane and the astral plane and they just kind of linger around and bother people around them and you know they're not supposed to do that so um my job is to send them back to the light you know if somebody's in the house that's your house you have power and dominion over your own house there shouldn't be no lingering spirits around so um yeah, my job is to clear it out and I'm got like 100% success rate so far. So it's awesome. Oh, like wow. it's, I just love doing stuff like that and I was one of those kids who was always watching like the ghost hunters and the dead files and stuff like that when I was younger. So it's just funny that now that is kind of me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, what has my life turned into? You're doing into? it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes I go live um And sometimes, um, I don't, it just depends on who's comfortable and who's not. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just to wrap up really quickly, I
1: want you to tell us where we can find you, you know, about everything that you have going on, your social media pages, your website, you said that there is a, um... Is there one coming up, a session coming up in Laurel?
2: Um so the Reiki um shares, they're in Laurel. Yeah, they're at they're the last Friday of every month, just for people who are curious, just so people can get the experience. Um it's only ten dollars and it's from seven to ten. And I tell people they can just drop in anytime. It's a very casual and fun event. Um, and you can find all of that information um, on my Instagram. Well, I'm going to say my website because my Instagram name is not professional, but it's <laughs> the Odyssey, it's the Odysseyuntold.com, and I usually have, have like my events listed there. Um, sometimes I get on my YouTube channel, but that's also where my appointment booking is. So if you wanted a reading, a house clearing, or a Reiki session, um, you can just go to that website to find out more. And then my Facebook page is the Odyssey Podcast. So, you can also contact me there. Yes, awesome. i going sure to
1: post everything Thank for you, you and tag you to make sure everybody knows where to find
0: you. Thank you. Thank you. So Thank much you for joining us. I know. Was
2: so this was so fun. And
0: <laughs> yes. I loved fun. having you.
1: I love, I love speaking with tralisa because it's always a pleasant to speak with her and she's so Aww. pleasant and so just so nice your voice
0: alone is just so like oh
2: stop it, <laughs> 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 How you like it and calm <laughs> i appreciate
1: so it i want all of our listeners to go check her out thank you so much tralisa what's the sip
2: what's the sip speak now or forever hold your peace don't hold nothing
0: back. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to tell us what you're sipping on. What's the sip? What is the sip? Should I go first or should you go first? Because my what's the sip is like, I don't even know what to say. Girl, is it about Kodak Black? It's mind-blowing. No, it's not about Kodak Black. <laughs> ah! It's not about Kodak Black.
1: Okay, well, since mine is probably, it is about Kodak Black, so <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think that he is very rude. I think he is ignorant. I think he is very young, and he needs a mentor. He needs someone to sit him down and talk to him because he doesn't realize the rude and disrespectful things that he has said or that he has done. And by simply saying, Lauren Lundy, I'm, I'm sorry, I mean... I, I ain't got no disrespect to what they do. Like you're, you're disrespectful even in your apology, and it's not an apology, girl. Nipsey also has passed away. R.I.P. to him. You know, prayers to Lord London and their family, or whatever. But I just feel like that was uncalled for. Bruh said, "I'll give, I'll give her a year to cry and shit, and be single."
0: That's what and he then said. I'll, I'll
1: shoot my shot. I'll give her a year to cry and shit, and then I'll shoot my shot. And I was, it was another choice of words that he used, I think, that I don't really remember. But those were the main words that I thought were very disrespectful, very tasteless. And this is not the first time that he's been very disrespectful towards a woman. But now all of a sudden it's this situation. A lot of artists came to, you know, her defense. And I feel like it was only because of it was behind a man. Nobody came to Young Ma's defense when he was harassing her and telling her because she had a vagina between her legs that she wanted to be penetrated, but all of a sudden now everybody's against him. I was against his black, crusty ass. When he was harassing Young mom. he has all these court cases on rape, and assault. Preach. Cancel his ass so we can get on with our lives. I'm sick of seeing him. I'm sick of hearing about him because he's so ignorant. And I don't want black men to be betrayed at any, or at any time in that way. So that's what I'm sipping on because I'm ready for his ass to get on out of here.
0: To the left. Girl. I actually saw his name on Twitter trending. I was like, I'm not even gonna. I am not even gonna. I'm not don't clicking. I'm not don't even, gonna. even gonna. Don't waste your time. It Mm-mm. was just
1: so ignorant. And then even his response. It sounds like to His him. apology after all these people came at him. His, his apology was trash. He he said he didn't do anything wrong. I just... But if he disrespected her, sorry. I apologize.
0: Man, he's young. Ugh. <sighs> Rappers or aspiring so people, rappers. It was so many people just like that saying he's young. You know, he made a mistake. And young made and made a mistake. No, one too many times. Live it. Especially the fact that he has he's allegedly raped this girl like multiple. You know, rape cases against him allegedly. Yes. Mm-mm. And that's why I, I just I
1: can't. I'm sorry. You got to go. Get his ass out of here.
0: Yeah, he needs to get down and, and just Yeah I know. Yeah,
1: I know. So, uh uh. So what are you sipping on?
0: So I just casually came across this story. So this 48-year-old guy from Europe was just casually having sex with his girlfriend when his penis swolled up to the size of a wine bottle and then snapped in half. So my immediate reaction, yes, was that like what the hell? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, like, huh? But apparently, they were doing it doggy style. And he went into a hole that's between, like, her pelvic bone or something. And that caused it to, like, swell up due to the penetration and how hard he was going. So it swelled up to the size of a wine bottle. And then eventually, it just snapped in half. The good news is they were able to... no well yeah it snapped inside of her then yeah she was just like i just heard snap
1: (laughs) this sounds like some sex sent me to the er type of stuff like what
0: the good news is they for him they were able to salvage it and they did surgery yada 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 and they were able to you know get it all together but the main takeaway is in europe Guys and girls, just be careful and always be mindful of you know where you're entering. And I know we like doing all these freaky things, but you know sometimes it's worth just being mindful.
1: And stop letting these men just ram their their joints in you all hard and rough. And please stop this. This is not cute. That actually hurts.
0: Look what happened. Please. No comments. Oh my god. hmm So yes. I'm that's...
1: gonna send this to all the people that like it rough. Y'all be
0: on the lookout. <laughs> I'm about to send this article to y'all. <laughs> that's what I was tipping on. Oh my goodness. I cannot. I can't. Wow. Yeah. These things really do happen. What? They really do happen. I know, I know. It's crazy. I'm I'm at a loss. You and me both, sister. <laughs> Oh gosh. So let's jump over to the Black Business Corner. Yeah, Black Business Corner. So, my Black business, I think, is pretty dope. It's called Pretty Girl. So, she's called, her business is called Pretty Girl Privilege. And she is a DMV based lip gloss line business made out of vegan based products which I just thought was really dope. And she hand makes this by herself and she has any, anywhere from like the normal glosses to the glitter and just, you know, an array of different products. I came across her on Twitter and the fact, what struck me about it was the fact that it's vegan based and she hand makes everything herself because I myself have, I'm not a fan of lip glosses at all. I just use the normal petroleum jelly just because I've never found something that works with my lips. But I'm really, really looking forward to trying Pretty Girl Privilege because of the vegan, um, the vegan foundation of it and, you know, the no chemicals and so forth. So I think you guys will really like her. So I think you guys should go ahead and check her out. Her Instagram page is at Pretty prettygirlprivilege underscore. So give her a look and support Black.
1: Yes, I love that. I love a good or mm-hmm. lip gloss. I love it all. That's amazing. Yes. So I came across this page called Little Black, Bo- Little Black Business Box. And the Instagram name is little.black.business. And this is just um, a company. They actually discover Black-owned businesses. So every month if you subscribe, they'll send you out a box with all Black-owned business products. And they feature a wide range of Black-owned products from candy to electronics um i did see in one of the boxes toothbrushes toothpaste organic deodorant like it's just so amazing and it literally comes in a little black box Ooh. i actually like these um like subscribe boxes because i think they're really cool when you get a lot of good stuff in them and this is so cute i can't wait to get one i'm actually going to subscribe to one this week
0: that's super dope yeah i love grab boxes too and they're really good as gifts too.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think it's really good because they give out really good stuff, and it promotes different people that you really want to buy from, but you just don't know where to.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, a little black business box. Nice. I love that. Love and it. All right, guys, so we have come to the conclusion of this episode. We hope you learned something about Reiki and just holistic and natural living. As usual, hit us up on Instagram at HCC Podcast, on Twitter at HCC Pod. Email us at hotchocolateconvos at Mm -hmm. gmail.com, and we are here for you.
1: Yes, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us reviews. We love to hear what you think. We just want to hear from you.
0: Yes, and thank you so much for the love and support so far.
1: Thank you so much to our new subscribers, our new listeners. Thank you so much. Thanks.
0: Bye, guys. Bye.